Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. I am joined in studio by our culture vulture, our um, resident gossip queen, Miss Ellen Leonard. You're very welcome. Good morning. It's lovely out there today, it's Laura. A nice day, isn't lovely it? Lovely day to put up Halloween decorations. <laughs> I've never, well, actually, no, I think you're one of five people in my life who is obsessed with Halloween and autumn. I'm refusing to, I'm refusing to call it fall. I know, we wouldn't go that far, no. but it's just a nice time of year to get to Christmas to get me. But you decorate over. your house as much at Halloween yeah. as you do for Christmas. I have a theme this year. I'm going black and white and I'm on the hunt for black full-size sparkly skeletons. So if anyone could text Laura if they see any because I five, can't one, find five, them. Five, five, could you not make them? Could you not get skeletons, spray paint them black and then spray paint them with a bit could, of glitter? but it's actually hard to get a right full-size one and oh. I want to be able to put them in positions. Okay. So they need to be sturdy. So if you see them, please let me know. I'm killed trying to find them. Any science teachers out there are probably your best <laughs> yeah. bet, to be completely honest. Ellen, what stories have we got today? Great week again this week. Um, Pamela Anderson, woman of the moment. Yes. Hard, yes. Great, excellent. Um, 104-year-old woman sets Guinness World Record skydiving. Well, would you believe we actually covered that in Worldwide Weird yesterday? Did so you actually? Yeah, it was I amazing. That was ama- okay, great. So it did get a Yeah, nod. it got it, it there at time. Yeah. Uh, Maura and Curtis reunite. Yes, because I just think this is the most awkward thing ever. And also, I finally want to talk about the Love Island games. Yeah. Because it's different to Love Island itself. Exactly. Kim and Courtney in the new series... They're just, they're being sisters. They're baiting the heads off each other. They are cruel as they come, but no. 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 Okay. If we're doing Love Island, we're not talking about the Kardashians. Okay, right? We fair. will do people a favour. It's too much. Well, we have to talk about the Beckhams. Naturally. Okay, excellent. Um, and then we might just finish it off if you're okay with a bit of Ed Sheeran and his backyard grave. Yeah, this is creepy and actually very on brand for you right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So it's that works. Can we just call Space Spade and kick this off with the Beckhams? Because yeah. it's the only thing I want to talk about. It is amazing. So the Beckhams documentary has been released on Netflix as of Wednesday and we've been seeing clips all week. Um, Probably the most well-known clip is the moment that Victoria Beckham was sitting down in episode one, you know, trying to get to know her a little bit behind the scenes and tried to come across that she, in fact, was also... A work from a working class background and David like the investigative journalist that he is <laughs> sticks the head in and was like excuse me you what and he would not let it go just kept shouting tell them the truth tell them, tell the, them truth. the truth and she and he like he had no sympathy for her at all she was dying a death she looked like she was like when this is stopped filming I'm going to kill you and he was like tell the people what your dad used to drop you to school in and it was a Rolls Royce so he absolutely hung her out to dry but But that's the nature of their relationship yeah they're very bantery and and actually because I sat down and watched it with Brian and he was like I didn't realise that Posh Spice was such great crack and I was like nobody does unless you were an OG Spice Girl fan like she is the funny one of the Spice Girls yeah and I love that with this documentary you get little snippets of it don't you just little small bits of her true personality coming out and another thing I didn't realise was the guff that that poor man used to get it's insane because I suppose when you look back on the Beckhams and you look back on David Beckham he's just renowned as one of the greatest football players of all time and you know he captained England in the World Cup and he played for Man United and um, like loads of other great teams I'm not even going to get into it now I don't know what I'm talking about but like from my from my experience I was like oh yeah he's well loved and well liked and the UK love him Mm. not the fact but also it was the culture of the time he was set up 
Oh, it was shocking. I've met, like, it was a proper witch hunt, and I've been watching it. I'm halfway through episode two. Went back and listened to a podcast on them as well, just to get, you know, the full 360 of their life. Um, and when you look at them now and how great they are as a family and all the hardship that they would have went through and the scandals and everything like that, for them to be so kind of close now is amazing. But I just want to quickly touch on and I don't know if you've seen it um, apart from the fact that he's beekeeping with his like embroidered beekeeping suit obviously Brooklyn's Fair wife Beckham, sticky stuff. yeah DB sticky stuffs <laughs> I would buy bottles of that wouldn't you? Who wouldn't? Honestly but Nicola Peltz which is Brooklyn's wife at the premiere did you see her Instagram post? So look I'm all for everybody just being themselves and putting up whatever they want but it was so inappropriate it was wild. exactly I this was is the thing you like you do you but this was a step too far so if you haven't seen it Nicola Peltz is Brooklyn's wife um, and they were at David Beckham's premiere on the red carpet and she had this post up basically saying like congratulations David so proud of you and a, lo- a load of love hearts I think you had to scroll five pictures in of raunchy pictures of her in Brooklyn straddling like, groping each other <laughs> to finally get the picture of David and them on the red carpet and the comments if you're looking for a laugh just go and look at the comments because people were just like this is a weird choice of pictures to congratulate your father-in-law but okay <laughs> so it's just gas but then I, I always look at these things as well and I'm like we live in a completely different world where and I'm not saying that, that she thinks it's appropriate but she knows it's going to get headlines and we're talking about it on Sunday morning because of you know what I mean so like that probably got more than her just putting up this wholesome family photo yeah Uh, it's what they are going back to the documentary though uh, what the bit that I that really enraged me the whole way through was Glenn Hoddle and how he threw him under the bus and I feel like he really had the like they haven't forgiven him Mm -hmm. for that at all it was the culture of the time though Mm. I felt it was like you know the the papers were notoriously scumbags they just went for people you look at Sir Alex Ferguson though and how he stood by him and the Man United Man City Man United whatever team that he was on Man United yeah yeah you don't want to start that war no no Um, and how they stood by him in it so there was you know I just think he came across so badly and Victoria said in it as well she's like I still don't forgive them for this and I don't blame her it was savage and neither does David's mother I know yeah they very much were like no there was bullets in the post and everything sent to him yeah but the, the thing about it was that whole time could have been eradicated like as in all he had to come out and say was unlucky you know, going forward, here's what I think we need to change. But instead he said, David Beckham lost it for us. Yeah, and in the heat of the moment, these things happen and your man dropped. Like, there was nothing to it. So it was just completely harsh. Um, And I admire them for getting through that together because I just, many people, like they said, just wouldn't have been able to. For anyone who hasn't watched it yet, it's definitely worth a watch. Mm -hmm. I think it gives, it's it's a nice mix, I think, for everybody because there's a lot of soccer in it. Yes, Like, there's a lot of, um, you know, all of his highlights, like that's how it starts off and it goes into the World Cup. So you, if, if you're interested, in sports you'll be very interested in that but then you also get the glam of it because yeah. you get the Spice Girls aspect and Victoria too. as well openly admitting I don't care really about yeah. football and that's that's my type of gal that is so my there's type. a bit of, there's something in there for everyone not even pretending <laughs> uh, next story that we have today Ed Sheeran revealed that he has got his own grave in his back garden can you please elaborate on this is this a Halloween prank or is no. this for real Ed Sheeran just comes out with the maddest things um, and I feel like this is like a strange like an quite an Irish thing you know he has his Irish 
Irish roots <laughs> to be like no, real on the ball about where you're going to be put. That's a real Irish thing. Yeah, I know, but we don't have it in our back garden. No, that is true. But when you're out here, and I suppose you can afford to do that. But somebody <sighs> asked him recently, he has like this lovely estate in England um, and neighbours reported that he has these like grave marks and things like that but he put up a church and he basically wanted it that to put where his family members have been cremated or put their remains so he can go and visit them and in the same church he'd have close family and friends getting married there as well lovely but now he's like do you know what I love it here so much I find it so peaceful I'm so content here that hole right there in the ground dropped me in it so he has his little plot and his little patch planned um, and he was like people think it's really weird and really morbid but I have friends die without wills and no one knows what to do which is a good point it probably just feels jarring because he's so young yeah possibly and he's just so on the ball but I do think you know his granny was Irish and he's strong connections here and I feel like we're really good with things like that you know around death and dying and planning plotting and planning (laughs) literally plotting and planning I'm here for it I'm here for the planning part of it the plot in my back garden however bit close to home bit close to home also to me it very much feels like because I've watched a lot of Criminal Minds lately he's the unsub (laughs) he's 100% the unsub Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM Service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Are you sure you don't want to give it another go of singing the theme tune for Sunday service? You were so good at that last you week. Me too. <laughs> oh, on. baby. Stunning. Sunday service. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the, the joking, and I made this last week as well, is that you actually have a really good voice. I actually do, but it, in something like this, I could never try. You couldn't commit to no, it. No, I couldn't. Uh, you know what you can't commit to is getting into the rest of our Sunday service stories. This is our good news story of the week. Yeah. And I, I even recall what seeing this video first. I was on the couch with my mom Thursday night and it came up on my feed and the two of us loved this story so much. So Pamela Anderson went makeup free at Paris Fashion Week. And you're like, what's the big deal? But really, it's huge. It's, huge. Um, it's never been done before. And it's just not, it, it stops you in your tracks. Um, and obviously we love Pamela Anderson. She got so much stick back in the day from people and people underestimating her and her character and what she stood for. It's kind of the same as the the Beckhams that we just spoke about, like the stick that they got from the media mm-hmm. that, that was this whirlwind around them. Pam lived through that as well. I mean, most people have watched the Pam and Tommy um, yeah. series on Disney+, Plus, which was amazing. I mean, I know she didn't consent to that, but it, it still made her come across in a fantastic light. It did. Um, and then she came out herself in her Netflix documentary as well. And like, I feel like she's just like a phoenix. She just rises from all the like crap around her. Um, And for her to be doing this, so basically she did a behind the scenes with Vogue um, and they did a little collab post on her Instagram. And basically it was just Pamela Anderson looking fabulous, by the way, um, with no makeup, no hair done, dressing herself. She was like, I'm, I'm going makeup free she was like I don't basically what happened was her makeup artist actually passed away a couple of years ago and she decided that well if she can't do it like they were friends she was like I'm just not going to do it I'm going to go makeup free Um, it gives me freedom like it's a release from like the chains of all the kind of like pressure that's been on her over the years and she's like yeah I'm just doing this myself I'm just winging it um, and it was just so refreshing to see and she looked amazing and stars like Jamie Lee Curtis came out and 
Ireland did a post on her own Instagram who's also another icon um, and she was like the natural beauty revolution has officially begun and freedom is beautiful and it is and I just love this story so much that if she can do that with all those eyes on her why can't anyone else? Yeah, and be celebrated for it as well. But the uh, when you watch the Vogue piece that they do, she opens up her hotel room and she's just in a bathrobe and her hair's still wet. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I'm just going to let this air dry. I'm not doing my makeup because the clothes are so beautiful that I don't want to take away from them. Mm-hmm. And like she is making a statement. And, and I know it's at the very bones of it. You're going, why is this such a big deal? It should not be such a big deal, but it is. And, you know, we've all been there when especially when you're younger you you really Mm. kind of conform into it the whole time but it's still there you still get stick for not wearing makeup like I I did a post the other day and someone was like oh it's amazing what a bit of makeup can do and I was like excuse me yeah no that's shocking (laughs) I felt like arguing with him like I look unreal without makeup leave me alone of course you do but like he knew that that would be a dig so it's obviously still in everybody's mind you know it's like it's a real low blow that is and she was like I'm being like it's I'm being fun it's a little rebellious and she's like sticking it back to people so more of this would be amazing if this caught on it would be life changing it would also save an awful lot of time awful lot of money as awful well awful lot of money an awful lot of time would very much enjoy it but I can see it now if she's done this for Paris Fashion Week and she's made such a huge statement all of the big powerhouses are going to jump on this mm-hmm. and, and do a big strip back version. You can just see it for either the fashion weeks of next year or whatever campaigns are coming up for the winter time. I just don't think we're going to see the end of this now. I think more people are going to jump on the bandwagon. Absolutely. And the great thing just lastly on this is she knows herself. She's like, I am aging. I'm not particularly happy about this and like it's an adjustment for me but I'm going to try and embrace how I look and love how I look as it is and like it's not like she's like I look fabulous I look great she has those insecurities mm-hmm. like everyone else as well and I think that's why it's so powerful love her yeah she's am- she's amazing more of Pamela Anderson um, also sorry one last point on that somebody had made the point of she did the glam makeup look back mm-hmm. in the 90s and and it's something that everybody recreates now doing that curly you know, up style, the thin eyebrows. Yeah. It's just like, well, she's just reinventing the wheel now again and going, well, now we're doing this instead. Yeah, and let's all follow her. Let's all follow her. Okay, let's move on finally to the Love Island Games. Now, we heard about this a while ago. They teased it a little bit. We hadn't a clue what was going to happen, mm. what way it was going to look. But it is, in fact, a game. Yeah, like, and it's like the Olympics for Love Island contestants. They needed to spice this up a little bit, I think. I think the vi- figures have been dropping, you know, and they were like, what are we going to do? And I think they've, they've hit the nail on the head with this one. So it's due to be released on November 1st, which is only a couple of weeks away. And basically what it is, it's the usual Love Island, right? The recoupling, the sharing the bed, the chats in the corner, the this, that and the other. But they're now pairing up doing individual things and it's actually games. And sorry, it's Love Island All-Stars because it's all of the best people that we've seen over the years. Who are the UK contestants that we would be more familiar with? There's 26 contestants in total. There's 13 females, 13 males. So four of them are from Australia. 10 of them are from America and 9 are from the UK and the ones that we would probably know would be Georgia mm-hmm. um, Georgia Steele Georgia Steele yeah. she she stood out let's just put it Georgia like that Georgia Steele was butter wouldn't melt for the first four weeks yeah, of Love Island until and then, it did and she lost the plot she lost it's like she's like I'm going to try and remain cool calm and collected and then she was like nah screw this <laughs> yeah, don't. I'm going all out uh, Jack Fowler do you remember him sorry almost underrated so underrated 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad delighted he's, he's in his it. Time to shine. Uh, El Booker, lovely yeah. lad, didn't get a great chance either. I don't think. I don't know. He got enough of a chance. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Because Megan Barton Hansen and him were coupled up together, and I heard she's in it. She's in it. So, so that's going to be, be a rekindling there. Um, and then Curtis Pritchard is back. I didn't I never saw the thing with Curtis Pritchard to be honest he was so nice but I never trusted him do you know what I mean yeah but the angle about this is yeah Maura Higgins is working on the show she's their social media ambassador so over the summer she worked on the US version in Fiji and impressed everybody so much that they've now brought her back to do the exact same job of the Love Island games but I'm sorry her and Curtis didn't exactly end up on... They did not. Well, as in, like, they they were very much this flurry, but I think that's what happens to you when you're in Love Island. Mm -hmm. You would go for people you generally wouldn't because there's only so many people in there. Yeah. So I think... try a new thing. Absolutely. But then I think when you get out into the real world and you realise, no, actually, we're completely different. I don't think this is going to work. Yeah, and I don't know how that's going to be. I cannot wait to see more as behind the scenes with Curtis. Like, it'll be interesting to see how heavily he even features in her behind the scenes. Yeah. Because as a social media ambassador you kind of do get a bit of rain to go about and do your own bits and I assume no one's going to tell Maura what to do let's be honest so she's going to do what she wants Um, so I cannot wait to see her behind the scenes and then of course Maya Jama is hosting this as well so I'm really looking forward to this I think this will be good and November is such a grim month it'll give us a bit something until December yeah and it's again can't reiterate this enough it's not just regular Love Island it's like the games are the best part the fittest family of Love Island (laughs) 2FM